1: Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in his hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only
0: one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep nice. No names, these are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home, you must admit it's kinda eerie, baby. Like them camp in Kim sky.
1: Grand Rising, everybody. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and we got a great show for you today. Cause I get to do a deep Dive with our resident life coach Curtis Calhoun who's in the building with me today. We're gonna be going over real lifer tip number six. He has of course some points that go under that. So I can't wait to dive into it with him today. As these tips, can help us all, y'all. The thing is, we just have to apply it. So once you learn, you need to do something with that knowledge. But of course, it's the top of the show. So I want to just say right now is a perfect time for you to tag and share this stream. Please tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. And if you can't watch us, you can also listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me there. Google's Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, you name it any of your favorites, or maybe you're trying out a new one. I'm sure we're there too. We're on over uh, 200 different podcast platforms. So I think we got you guys covered in that space over there. Shout out to all the listeners on the podcast platform. It's going worldwide, y'all. want to thank you guys for tuning in and finding some real insight here on the day with Trey. Of course, the goal here is to always showcase what's going on in the community so you guys can be aware, engaged, and informed but also beyond our community here in the Pacific Northwest. We're reaching all over y'all. So if you guys got folks that you're like, hey, uh, I know of this amazing person who should be interviewed by Trey, man, hit me up. This is an interactive space here. And I don't know everyone. Of course I can't. So I need you guys out there. If you guys know of amazing things going on, events or people that are starting businesses or have amazing businesses, you know, anybody doing amazing art, anybody that's doing work out here, please hit me up. Trey at where we converge.com. That's T.R.A.E. at where we dot com. Go ahead and email me. I want this to be a space where you get to see some familiar faces as well and be inspired by their stories that they'll share here. In my living room setting on my couch. So, uh, you know, hit me up, Trey at whereweconverge.com. But also, today, you guys, is the last day for the Commercial Tenant Improvement Fund. You guys have been hearing us talk about this amazing fund for business owners out there that are looking to, uh, you know, occupy commercial space. Maybe they're already in commercial space and they need to retrofit it or change it up, you know, due to COVID. Some businesses have had to shift a bit. This uh, fund right here is up to $100,000. It closed today, you guys, at 5 p.m., but it's all grant funding, and they've made the application easy. You know, make sure you guys check out that website. Get your applications in today by 5 p.m., you know, and and share this if you guys know of others who may be able to benefit from this amazing fund. Again, you know, I want to say this on this last day of this fund, that we've been talking about the work of uh, Office of Economic Development, and how important it is that they understand the needs of businesses in order to supply those needs. When something is in demand, there needs to be a supply, right? And so one of the things that we were experiencing in community was, you know, as we were pushing on the other side for, hey, we need more affordable commercial space, it was great that some developers said, all right, we hear the call, we're going to step up to the plate and provide affordable commercial space. The issue was then that the, the the funding that was necessary to occupy that space fell on the business owner. And we've seen that some of these spaces are, you know, 300000 plus in terms of a build out if you need that space to be really specific to the needs of your business. So this fund right here, $100,000 can go a long way towards filling that void that our business owners have been experiencing. And as we're seeing a real increase, particularly across this country, but also locally of Black women starting businesses. This is something that is a great opportunity for them to say, you know what, I'm going to take what I'm doing out of my home, what I'm doing out of maybe a a, a shared kind of commercial space, or maybe I got a warehouse where I kind of make my products. I get to now take this into commercial space. This is the fun for you. Uh, Make sure you guys are checking this opportunity out. I know plenty of amazing vendors who started businesses during the pandemic, as many people felt that they needed to shift in terms of how they were going to make their money, this is the time for you guys to apply for something that will really go a long way to make sure you have a brick and mortar space that is retrofitted to your needs. So I just wanted to share that because I'm experiencing that as a community member, being out here and shopping with different vendors. This is a great time for you guys to maybe take your vending, take your business to the next level. Well, of course, we're going to continue in our next level talk with our resident life coach, Curtis R. Calhoun is in the building, you guys. He's going to be sharing with us another real lifer tip number six. You guys know y'all don't want to miss this. Stay tuned after this short break. You're watching The Day with Trey. Welcome back everybody to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. And of course y'all saw that it is Thursday, which means throwback is going down. Make sure you guys check that out tonight right here on Converge. But I got, I got to give my guy. Curtis R. Calhoun, some time today. We're going to do a deeper dive right here. What's up, Curtis? How are you? <laughs>
0: Peace, Trey. It's good to be back in the Black Media Matter studio.
1: Yeah, you know what? It's always great to have you. And you've been taking us through some amazing <clears throat> tips that we can all really use in our lives. And we're at the halfway point, right, halfway Curtis? Halfway point,
0: halfway there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Out of 12 tips, we're at mm-hmm. tip number six. six. I'm going to throw it over to you so we can really discuss these tips in depth today.
0: Okay. So let's start, go back, to a quick recap. Right. So first one is a real lifer always gives one hundred and ten percent. The second one is a real lifer is one hundred and ten percent responsible for everything they think, feel, say and do in regards to their life. Number three is a real lifer makes their word bond and keep it impeccable. Number four is a real lifer is uh, pursues personal growth and development daily. And then a real lifer, number five, a real lifer uh, sets an intention for the day. Every day. So those are the first five that we've covered so far.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, and before we get into number six, I just, I got to say, they all have such a special, unique characteristic about Mm -hmm. them, right? Every tip that we've gone over thus far really is showcasing a a specific element that we get to apply to our lives. But so much of it is about us being accountable to ourselves when we say we're going to do something. And I see that there's a real thorough line here Mm -hmm. throughout all the tips of accountability, right?
0: Yes. And that was intentional because the whole goal, there's, there's always has to be something that's a North Star, something we're reaching for. So the goal in the real life was to always be your best self, you know, and the thing you want to be best at is getting better, right? So we always want to be working towards, striving towards, progressing towards being the best person that we can be. And all of these have that in common and they build off of one another.
1: Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And, you know, with each one having its own kind of nuance, mm-hmm. it gives us something else to kind of set a foundation for ourselves. Yeah. So it leads right up here to number six. What's up with real life or tip number uh,
0: six? Number six, real life or tip number six is a real life or is growth mindset oriented. So what that is, it comes from a book called Mindset is written by a Stanford professor by the name of Carol Dweck. And and, in a nutshell, basically what it is, is uh, you have growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset is kind of static. uh, So people that believe that, you know, what I am is what I am, I can't really improve. Whatever tools I've been given at birth is what I got, and that's what I'm working with through life. Where the growth mindset is optimistic, it's always growing, it's kind of what we just talked about, knowing that I can be my better self, working towards that, and always having that as a mindset.
1: You know, I, I mean, I didn't, I, I'll be honest, like, I feel like I didn't know there was another way. Cause, yeah. cause ultimately yeah. we are here to grow, right? Yeah. But, but I do know people and I've worked with some of these folks, <laughs> right? That are like, you know, you got, I always tell my son, my 16 year old, I'm like, look, you entered the workforce, but trust mm-hmm. me, the same characteristics you're seeing right now at 16, uh-huh. you're gonna see when you're 33, exactly. you're gonna see when you're 50. Exactly. It's like, yep. there are certain people that are just, th- th- that's what they, um, mm-hmm. you know, have in their minds. And unfortunately, it really is uh, leads to stagnation, like you mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. But it's all about the outlook and which can be changed. That's the thing is yeah. that our outlook can change. But I uh, really appreciate this tip right here because so much of this is about how you see yourself once again. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, it's always about that because we're our own worst critic. Right. So that kind of with the um, six areas of success. Is self doubt, negative thoughts, limiting beliefs, and actually, those are the uh, six culprits of accomplishment. Mm. So we're, we're always negative on ourselves, you know, always kind of beating ourselves up in our own worst critic, but we have to give ourselves some grace we have to uh, understand that where we are today is not where we have to be tomorrow. And like we're talking about today, growth mindset, optimistic, looking towards the future, knowing that we can be better if we're willing to do the work.
1: Yeah. Th- this also I think has something to say about how you apply it in different facets of your life, whether it's yeah. on the job, in your family, yeah. you know, how your children get to perceive you. Mm-hmm. So much of this um, permeates all of the areas of our life. So I, I love this already. Uh, see, I- I- okay. I'm going to, I, Identify myself as a growth mindset person. Uh, So, so when we dive deeper into this, I know we got a few points here. Mm -hmm. What is
0: 6.1? 6.1 is always be open to new information. Sometimes we get stuck, right? And we're, we, uh, get rigid in our way of thinking. And all of these today, all three points really have this as the foundation is being rigid and stuck and not to do that because it doesn't benefit us. So we always want to be open to new information. You talked about like, you know, being in the workforce or, you know, we are in a lot of meetings. So have you ever been in a meeting where somebody's just unwilling to see another person's point of view or unwilling to see it from another angle? They just stay stuck in theirs and they just dig in and trench theirself?
1: Absolutely. I yeah. have. I think this is really um, the the catalyst to a lot of things that end up failing, mm-hmm. unfortunately, exactly. because when you're talking about, you know, being open to new information, that means you have to be ready for collaboration. Yeah. And one of the things that I think that is the kind of antithesis to this is competition. See, right. Yeah. Yes. It's like if I'm going to I'm trying to make my point clear and I want to make ev- make sure everybody follows my thought, my mm-hmm. train of thought, mm-hmm. then I can't be open to what you're saying, because I got to dig deeper into what I'm saying so that everybody in this space can understand where I'm coming from versus being like, it's okay that you don't understand where I'm coming from. Let's find ways to merge in the middle. Let me be Mm -hmm. open to what you're sharing so that maybe I can learn something new. I see this happen plenty of times.
0: Yeah. Well, what you just said is, is the model for disaster, right? When we dig in and entrench ourselves and we try to force our ideas on other people, they start to become closed off. But it's surprising that if we open up to what they have to say, then they'll open up to what we have to say and receive it better.
1: Yeah, this is, again, this is, I think about family, <laughs>
0: Okay. It applies everywhere. <laughs> you
1: know, right? Like you're at the dinner yeah. table and it's like, okay, you know, everybody brings their own set of opinions mm-hmm. and it doesn't yep. matter if yep. you are raised in the same household, same mother and father, you know, I deal with this with siblings all the yep. time. It's like, okay, I see it differently. And even when what I love about my relationship with my siblings is we, we may be really who we are, whatever we understand certain things, but we're not going to sit there and like make it seem as though where you're coming Coming from is less than because it's different than where I'm coming from, and so even though we we've done that right, whereas we've been at the table like, man, no, wait a minute, limit, but let me tell you, don't bring up sports, see, because then there's a whole thing. You know what I mean? You're talking about who's the greatest, who's the greatest basketball player?
0: Yeah. yeah. (laughs)
1: Then you start bringing statistics; it becomes a real debate. But I think that you know, being open to what somebody else is sharing also allows you to learn, which is again goes back to that Mm -hmm. growth mindset piece. This is awesome.
0: What's up with 6.2? So 6.2 is the. uh, Be flexible and adaptable in your thinking. So with this one, it's important because, again, that rigidity, if we get rigid in our thinking and the way we think, then we're unable to pivot when it's necessary to pivot and the opportunities present itself.
1: Hmm. This is what every time see. They build upon each other. You know, we were just talking about growth mindset. Then we're talking about being open to new information. In order to do that, though, you have to be fluid and flexible in your thinking. You really do, um, adaptable in certain situations. I've I've really been able to apply this on different jobs. Right, like Mm -hmm. uh, at one of my first jobs out of college was, um, you know, they they gave me a job description. They told me to do a real specific job, and everybody in that department was doing that specific job, but. I could see that there was like, you know, a cog in the wheel. You know what I mean? Where it was like it was stopping our productivity. Mm -hmm. And so rather than me just doing what was there, I was able to adapt a bit right there and literally created a whole new department because they realized, wow, we didn't understand that this was happening in this kind of production line. But sometimes you have to be able to do that. And this takes me back to to one of the things that I live by, see, Uh is what my mama taught me. my mom always says, be fluid and flexible. Mm-hmm. And she says that, and it, it it doesn't matter how I get to apply it. A lot of times it's within myself. Yes. And I get to share that with my children and with yeah. other people around me. I'm like, Hey, when I hear them it's almost being in that rigid space, I'm like, man, just be fluid and flexible, yeah. which really, it, you know, lends itself to adaptability.
0: Well, I have a mentor and he gave me this thing. you have to have a little bend in you Mm because if you don't you'll break right Mm -hmm. so when you're talking about being fluid and flexible we have to for our own mindset uh set and for our own self-care because when we're flexible we don't feel like we have to force things and we're able to relax and that stress level stays down but when we start forcing things and trying to make things happen too hard you know especially when when the opening is not there then we start to get stress anxiety become overwhelmed and it starts to affect our health our moods our attitudes things like that
1: yeah, this is so true. And, and, you know, one of the things that I think I was able to experience in terms of like mentors and people around me, family, uh, my elders, is that there's there's a uh, I see both sides. <laughs> Honestly, I see both sides of this seat, right, yeah. where it's like I can see the end result when you're mm. not that way, yes. And unfortunately, we have some folks that you know they're like, "Oh, look, I, I I've been this way my whole life." You know, mm-hmm. certain elders, I've been this way my whole life. Ain't no changing. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Exactly. All this, right? Exactly. But it's like, no. And I'm and I'm always like, but no, that's not true. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's a choice once again mm-hmm. to to say I'm going to be adaptable in this situation. I'm going to learn from my grandbaby. You know, let me exactly. instead of me feeling like I have lived all this life. And so I'm just going to be a certain way. Let me actually hear what they got to say. And it's interesting because I've experienced this through the the wave of technology. Mm -hmm. You see Mm -hmm. a lot of younger folks teaching some of the older folks how to use some of these apps and cell phones and different technology because it wasn't something that they grew up with. So even though you have all of this lived experience, this right here is a new addition to society. It's a new addition to life. And it's one of the ways to apply that very principle right there. See,
0: well, when you say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, we know that as the old saying, right? So when you look at those people and you look at their lives, a lot of them are complaining, Mm -hmm. right? And a lot of them are not happy or satisfied with the results that they're getting or the outcomes of their lives, you know, the things that are going on, but they don't understand that that's what is tied to not learning those new things, not being flexible. It's like a person going in the wrong direction. Once you find out you're going in the wrong direction, you don't keep going. You go back, start over, figure it out. But you don't keep going in the same direction. right? You know, right. you got to make a change. And, and that's where the flexibility, what we heard with COVID pivot, you know, things like that.
1: Yeah, you, you mentioned COVID and that was one of the things that came to the top of mind for me is that we also talk about this in terms of systems, mm-hmm. systems not being able to adapt and be flexible yes. in their approaches. But we did see a huge change in that when COVID hit for all of us. I mean, it was like, OK, we didn't have all of these things put in place, but now we have to be thinking about ways to keep our society safe. And there was a major pivot in adaptability that had mm-hmm. to occur in order for us to really be Responsive to COVID. And so, I mean, when when you talk about these real lifer tips, I love this because they expand the spectrum. See, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not just about individuals, you know, taking on these tips. I mean, this is like great for systems and institutions and entities and organizations to understand these tips as well because Mm -hmm. they're going to apply at all levels.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the approach with the real lifer and the coaching that I do. We work with individuals and organizations, but we know that organizations are made up of individuals. Individuals. Mm-hmm. So if we can change the individual, we know by default, the organization will change.
1: Yeah, if everybody's kind of moving with this in their minds mm-hmm. and and really uh, creating a, kind of like a, a systems of approach that this mm-hmm. is how we move. Right. Yes. That right there is key, uh, particularly what I experience in a lot of our community based organizations. We have great ideas, great work that we're mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. but we need this kind of foundation in terms of the set of principles that really guide and govern how we move. So I really appreciate this. What's up with 6.3? So
0: 6.3 is when you know better, do better. It's kind (laughs) of like we were talking about going the wrong way, right? So a lot of us get stuck in this where, you know, and even I was thinking about this this morning, uh, we get stuck in the past and things that we did in the past. But if we take this and adopt this mindset of if when we know better, we do better, we don't have to beat ourselves up over mistakes that we made and we're able to move forward knowing that we're getting better, we're improving. And what I didn't know, I didn't know. But now that I do, I'm going to use and apply that.
1: Hey, I say this all the time, specifically about the way that I eat, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I can't like yep.
1: my body feels different. If I go to the junk and if mm-hmm. I'm doing fast food or whatever, I know it cause I feel it in my body. If I'm really putting things in my body that are beneficial, I can feel that as well. Yeah. And that has been really new learning for me. Like, mm-hmm. of course there was always this idea of like, let me balance my greens with my meats and with my, you know, with yeah. my starches, let me have a well balanced mm-hmm. diet. Mm-hmm. But then as I started to learn more about certain processing and things like yeah. that, I'm yeah. like, oh, wait, okay, wait a minute. I'm putting all of these different kind of preservatives in my body, and it's affecting me in ways that are not beneficial to me Mm -hmm. at all. So this is something that I apply, and I say it all the time. My family is always like, what? You ain't going to eat? You ain't going to eat this? And I'm like, no, I can't do it. You know, I'm like, when you know better, you got to do better, guys. But it's also about application, see, right? Because learning is not just for learning's sake. Mm -hmm. Like my friend said to me, um, "You can learning is knowledge and wisdom is knowing when to apply it, right? Like she just said that to me, right? Mm -hmm. And and so I'm like, oh, you know, no, that's absolutely right. A lot of this is about application.
0: Yes, absolutely. But it's hard to apply it if you don't know it. And then it's hard to remember it if you haven't internalized it. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we practice it every day. That's why these come along with a checklist. So you can check off every day, have you done these things? And then you can kind of see where the holes are on the page for the week that, okay, this is the area I need to focus more attention into. You know, some of these things are natural, where some of these things you have to be more intentional.
1: Yeah, well also too uh when we talk about all of the different ways that these things can be applied i think over time i'm sure through these checklists and you're doing them daily Mm -hmm. you actually get to see areas of your life where it's like wait a minute okay i'm not i'm not applying this so much here i'm still saying true to like, i don't Mm -hmm. like that dude and i I don't care (laughs) right and so in that regard i'm not applying these things in that area Mm -hmm. but you can probably see over time where the application is sticking because again we're talking about these being tips for not just individuals but institutions and everything so maybe they're like oh yeah no I've been using real life for tips on my job but then when I get (laughs) home you know what I'm saying my spouse I'm like wait a minute man you know what I mean I'm staying firm in how I am and I'm not being adaptable I'm not being flexible is that also one of the kind of byproducts of really utilizing these tips over time?
0: Oh absolutely because remember one of the, the biggest things we want to focus on is our belief system and always being able to analyze and assess that belief system and seeing if it's serving us because what no longer serves us we have to let go but we're unwilling to do that because you know we talked about when you're going in that wrong direction sometimes it just feels more comfortable i know you know but without uh thinking so it's uh important that we analyze that belief system and understand how those beliefs are affecting our change in other areas and not just one. This is not the end all be all by any means, the real life or 12 points, right? But it's a foundation, it's a start. And then you build off of that with other knowledge.
1: Yeah, it's a solid foundation too, honestly, because it is a constant check on yourself mm-hmm. to be sure that again, at, like that that just came to me because I'm like, wait a minute, we've been talking about all these, these mm-hmm. real life or tips we're at the midway point now yeah. but honestly, if if I'm only taking this in and saying, well, this is beneficial for me on my job but yeah. you know how I do with my family is just how I do with mm-hmm. my family, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're also not giving yourself the full opportunity to apply all of this mm-hmm. and really change all of the areas of your life because mm-hmm. they do apply in that regard I mean, man, see, once again drop in the knowledge right here. We appreciate you so much. Look right there. Make sure folks know how to find you. If they need these checklists in their life, (laughs) I'm going to tell you, we all do. Make sure they know how to get with you.
0: agree. So if you want access to the checklist, you can reach out to me at CurtisCalhoun.com or Curtis R. Calhoun on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. I got me a TikTok now, too. There it is. (laughs) So, and YouTube. So you can find me there and you can reach out that way.
1: Oh, amazing. Thank you so much again. Our resident life coach in the building. These tips have been phenomenal. I just appreciate you bringing this to to this platform right here so we can share it with everyone. Thanks so much, Curtis.
0: Thank you. Peace, Trey. Appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Uh, You guys, we're going to wrap up uh, right after this short break. Just stay tuned, you guys. You're watching The Day with Trey. Hey y'all, my name is Nicole Harvey and I proudly serve as the Director of Community and Family Engagement at Seattle Jazz Ed. And I'm here to let y'all know that we're getting to launch our fall programming the first week of October. So if you're a student or you know a student between the grades 4 through 12 that is interested in playing music, whether they're a beginner or they've been playing for a long time, we have saved a seat for you for more information please visit our website at www.seattlejazzed.org all of our programs and classes are offered on a sliding scale tuition policy which means that families get to choose what they pay no questions asked We also have free loaner instruments available for every student to use. If you have questions, you're welcome to contact us via email or by phone at programs at seattlejazz.org or 206-324-5299. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And what a great episode we had today. Uh, of course, that commercial right there, man. Make sure y'all are tuning in to Clapback Culture tonight at 7 p.m. with my girl, Julia Jesse. And it looks like, look, Omari's been on the scene. Make sure you guys check that out. But I got to give Curtis a huge, huge shout out because these tips, a lot of folks may say, oh, yeah, I know this, I know that, I know this. But what I love is every other Thursday, Curtis is on this set to bring us this so that we can drill it home and sometimes that's what we need you know, we've talked about the need for an accountability partner to keep us on track but get these checklists you guys, get with Curtis R. Calhoun make sure you guys go visit the website, check him out on social media you know, check out what he's doing right now on the new platform, he's on TikTok, Um, but just check him out and honestly, you know learn to apply these things in your daily lives because they will be helpful to you. Of course, for me, I want y'all to be inspired by Curtis being on here every other week. I mean, clearly he is doing something to see himself as a part of the solution. And I can't even believe that this is not the only thing he does, y'all. He's out here in community wearing a multiple hats. We just appreciate all the work that he's doing. But this right here is something that is so beneficial to all of us if we just learn to apply it. So of course, be inspired as I am every time. Curtis is right here in the studio with me. This is something where I walk away and I say, okay, based on the tip today, how am I applying that? How have I applied that? So we got to be able to do that real analysis of ourselves, of our activity, of our reactions to realize how we can have that growth mindset and learn how to grow and not be stagnant in this world. That's also a way that you get to see yourself as a part of the solution. If you stay stagnant, you never will be able to really be a part of the solution because they're ever evolving. So we've got to change with the times, you guys. We've got to be adaptable in order to really be effective in the energy that we're putting out there. So be inspired, see yourself as a part of the solution. And y'all know for me, until tomorrow at 11 a.m.